Well, happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Melvito. And Clarissa Melvito. Clarissita. Oh. Clarissita. <laughs> <laughs> and hostess Clarissita. <laughs> Melvito Mel- y Clarissita. Okay. I like that. Yeah, how about that? I think I want to change my name to that, like, legally. Uh, but I have to pronounce it first. <laughs> <laughs> I was fixing to say, you better learn how to spell it so you can just enter that plea in writing because I'm not sure you're pronouncing it correctly. I'm quite sure I'm not. (laughs) But I like the sound. I like the ring to it. So we'll work on it. So how are you today, Milvito? Well, I am ready to talk about so much stuff. Yes. And I I, I can remember the, the, the smile on your face when you barely knew me. But you knew me well enough that I would never run out of something to say. Oh, that was very, <laughs> fir- very much. The first time we met here in this very studio. Here we are, what, two, three years later? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. And, uh, and I had really been thinking about, uh, you know, that I need to do a podcast. I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted to get something recorded, something official. Yes, yes. Um, because there were, uh, there were two or three people out there that, that might listen to it. Yeah. Three point five people, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not being facetious about that. So, uh, but for those two or three that really wanted it uh, and have really enjoyed it and stuck with it, uh, it's really been worth it. It's been a great opportunity for ministry. And though now those two or three have brought two or three. Yes, uh, one lives so in hope. This now. is Hope Day, and one lives in hope. And. But, so, but Melvito, the, the, the joke about it is, you talk about, you know, having enough information and, and content. E, you know, I wish we could take a picture of your list. I don't think you're even a fourth no. of no. that list. Not even a fourth. No, it, it's like trying to, it's trying to cook bread fast enough to keep up with the yeast that continues to multiplying rise. the loaf. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's interesting to see. Uh, but it's it's just it's just a multiplicity of things that God has put in you, and uh, and it's so funny that we're talking about the importance or how life works better with story, his story, but also your story. That is correct. Look at me. <laughs> Look at here. I'm learning. You're okay, a good mentor. <laughs> I love this. The intersection of his story and my story mm. is the story. I was going to say that. That's it. Oh, you That's were not. It. I was. I oh, come it. on. <laughs> You're teaching me very well, Melvito. Yes. Oh, so, I love it. And so I remember sitting here that day back in uh, May of 2021, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and really, I don't know that I've ever told this story on the air Mm-mm. that I'd been thinking about and like, yeah, I'd really like to do a podcast. And I thought looked into some equipment of doing it myself because that's what I've done a lot of times is do it yourself. Right. And that's why no one ever heard of any of those projects <laughs> I did by myself because <laughs> it, it, it really uh, wasn't worth sharing. <laughs> and so there's, there's content and then there's packaging <laughs> and uh, they need to kind of be balanced, you know? Yeah. They need to work together. So I was at a, a meeting and it was a, a group coaching session and so this, this uh, the fellow who was in charge of the, of the group coaching session there, he asked, uh, he asked two questions. He said, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, uh, how confident are you in hearing from God? 
like if God really wanted you to get a message about something, how confident are you, confident are you that, that you'd be able to get it and understand it? And he said, on a scale of 1 to 10, so he said, write that number down. So I did. I, I wrote a number down. And then he said, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how courageous are you to do what you said that you have heard? And I wrote a number down. He said, okay. Uh, he said, if the second number you wrote is equal to or greater than the first number you wrote, then uh, depending on, of course, what the first number was, but if your second number was equal to or greater, then that puts you in a particular field or category. If the second number you wrote was less than the first number you wrote, then that's another category. And then he addressed that category, which was mine, because my second number was less than my first one. And then his question was, what do you need to do next in order to get those two numbers closer together? And so I got up right then. I left that meeting. It was upstairs from your studio. I came down to your studio, and we had the conversation about the podcast. I remember that day. And I remember you telling me that story. Yes. Too. And I, I told you that uh, that, that my – that my uh, concern mm -hmm. was that, I mean, if I'm going to record a podcast, at first I told you, let's just do it monthly. Right. Because I, I don't want to run out of material. <laughs> and you were writing something down, and you looked up at me, and you said, uh, let's do it weekly because I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, made, we made move to daily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was so funny in the beginning, and even – like we're talking about this briefly but i remember you saying it, it may help someone who's wanting to do a podcast but just have reservations about whatever and i remember you saying ah, i don't like my voice and i just don't think I, i'm like melvin you really have a voice that's easy to listen to and so we're just kind of sitting around well, now, i know i know i have a face for radio uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no. my my, my face fit radio much better than my voice. But anyway, uh, another part of the story, which I have said on, on the air before, is that your studio here and just your magic that you work with, uh, with what you do is the first time that I've actually heard my voice recorded that I can listen to it with ease. Wow. I, I did. I kind of pulled it a fast one over you because we were just having conversation and I was recording our conversation. <sighs> And played it. I said, I want you to listen you to something. You did. Do you remember that? I remember said, that you know, now. I, I want you to hear something. This, there's this guy. Hey, that kind of reminds a master podcaster. I want you to listen to <laughs> You know, that, that makes me wonder what, what you're doing now that I'm not aware of. That you're like, <laughs> it would always be to your benefit. I always know that. <laughs> okay. From your from your perspective. Yes. I mean, because you, you um, to listen to it and to see your face. Because at first you were like, well, who is that? And then, Wait a minute. That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and, um, but you, you know, you, when they say a, a picture is worth a thousand words, you know, voice and listening and audio is the same way. And, um, you know, you, you really just have a voice for this. And uh, it's, people can trust what you say, uh, even through the airwaves. Yes. Well, and I, that, that says a lot. I appreciate that. And you're talking about the voice and, and, and uh, pictures worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. I can remember a, a thought that I had once 
just about, and this is another one that I put on the long list that's growing about what we're going to talk about. I haven't, I haven't decided what to name the series yet. You know, it's kind of like, okay, we got this kid here, and when, when we learn, when we can figure out a name for it, then we're going to go, going to go public with it. <laughs> just like this one about history and then the power of story. And life works better with story came along. But, uh, okay, uh, I forgot exactly where I was going with that. I talked so much about yeah, it's, it. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. It's going to come back, yeah. Yes. Oh, I remembered it. That <laughs> <laughs> somewhere down the line, we're going to mm -hmm. talk about creation being one giant parable. Mm. And every little thing that we can learn about science mm. teaches us something about the kingdom of God. Now, Vito, that, that's, I'm waiting for that. Yes. Because uh, I heard on a podcast earlier this morning, I listened to podcasts too, and they were saying that people run away from what they don't understand. And if they don't understand, it's, all, it's automatically a negative. And there's so many things about science that we've written off as being mystical and odd. Yeah. But it's it's all created in God. I can't wait for that podcast. Yes, I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about it already, and I have been for decades. I've wanted to wow. talk about that, and yeah. uh, and I'm I'm a much better, I'm much more at ease talking than I am writing. And I've mm -hmm. thought about a lot of things that I want to put in writing, which writing has always been a hard job for me. Mm -hmm. I think because I'm I want to just say it faster than I can write it. Uh, You're an orator by nature. Yes. I'm glad we have software and some other things that we yes. can transcribe. Yes, and here we go, and, and we're, we're talking about some of that. That's right. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe I'm too real for artificial intelligence, I'm, but maybe not. Yeah, you would probably blow <laughs> the system up. You know? <laughs> oh, but uh, AI would probably be very jealous of you. <laughs> oh, You're uh, our human AI. We don't need to talk to you. I got you. <laughs> but, I, but the thing about sound is I had this thought once that uh, think about it this way. Sound is, uh, sound is light that we see with our ears. Because light and sound are both frequencies, sound waves and light waves. And so sound is light that we see with our ears. And how about this, that uh, light is uh, sound that we hear with our eyes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and the way all this comes together and seeing and hearing, and we say that seeing is believing but the Bible says that hearing is believing. See, when you were given that analogy, I'm thinking faith. That was the yeah. first thing I, yeah. that's a beautiful illustration, another illustration. No word does the word say that faith comes by seeing yeah. and seeing by the word of God. It said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. See, AI. And yes, there you go. I'm just full of information. Yeah. Airhorn information. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it chat M. Chat M H A I. That'd probably work. Yeah, M A. Yeah, Chat M A A I. Why not? I like it. Chat mommy. 
gosh. Oh, uh, we have too much principio tea going. Yes, we here. do. Yeah, that, this. Yeah, th- this. This is my second cup here. Oh, uh, that's the problem. Yeah, but first. yeah, the principio trinity. I just went back to, to uh, the old standby. Yeah, and that, that, that's what you're drinking is. It is a I, trinity with a uh, with a splash of honey. You got you. I think you have four or five splashes. Yeah, yeah I needed of honey in yours. Sweetness today. Uh, but th- this is this is the first uh, successful recipe for the uh, cascara. Mm. When uh, five years ago, that in our old location, our old roastery, mm-hmm. where I was there alone many days, and uh, just the mad scientist that I was just blending all kinds of things and just w- hoping that somebody would, would come in the web and I would <laughs> tie them up and they'd have to taste a bunch of different teas and all that. And this was cascara and lemongrass, which we uh, get from our farm in Honduras, and uh, hibiscus flower. It's, it's great. And, and it's the time of year that you really need it. Um, and I'm actually going to send some to my daughter in college because of some allergies she's been dealing with with the change of season. Yes. And I remember you talking about the medicinal purposes that's with this tea. Yes, and, and we have one uh, one local lady who listens to the podcast, by the way, so she'll hear this. So she'll what is know her name? Can we who say she her is? name on the air? Uh, let's, not right now. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, sometime maybe this fall, I'll yes. even get her to come if she can. We'll just say, hey, girlfriend. Yes. And... Uh, but she had uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, mm. and she was on different medications, mm-hmm. and nothing was working. And so she started uh, drinking, uh, I think it was Reality, okay. which is this same recipe with uh, no lemongrass mm-hmm. and more, more hibiscus, mm-hmm. but same basic ingredients. And uh, it, it's so high in antioxidants and other nutrients that just helps your, your body get balanced. Mm-hmm. And last week, I hadn't talked with her in a few days, but last week she said that she was 30 days off of all of her medication and just regularly drinking the cascara reality. Really? And she had had no more problems. And people that have IBS, I've always mm-hmm. felt for them because it just, it, it, uh, when your digestion's not working right, it's like, it's like not being able to understand the scripture. Yeah, you know, in a physical way, in a spiritual way, because mm-hmm. understanding a spiritual digestion, mm-hmm. which we're going to get to on that creation thing and yes. a parable. But meanwhile, we're 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 talking about story, yeah, yeah, and we're talking about life works better with story. And last week was amazing. Last week took about three or four different turns that we weren't expecting, and uh, I went back and listened to it, and I thought, uh, I hope whoever hears this will stick with us through it, and. Well, they, and, they, and, they know and how find you their roll. way. Yeah, they know they, how you roll. Yes. You know, and it's, it always, it, it's a, it lays out a beautiful picture and it allows you to create. You're talking about creative. When you hear what you're saying, you can picture it when you're hearing it. Sometimes yes. I just like to listen to things instead of watching stuff or looking at a series. I would prefer to hear it yes. first so that I can come with my own way of thinking. Same way with reading a book versus watching the film. I had much rather read a book. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a choice and that both were out, I yes. would want to read the book. Yes. First. And, uh, yeah, because uh, uh, auditory uh, stimulation mm-hmm. is in a, a totally different part of the brain than visual stimulation is. Mm-hmm. And 
As a matter of fact, uh, for all the senses, they each have their own place in the brain that uh, where the brain is initially stimulated. And uh, so it's, uh, uh, it's interesting. Here, here's just another fact that we'll talk about a little more in, in the future. You know how smells bring back so much memory? Yes. It's because the aroma uh, of things, smell, and the sense of smell, it's a uh, main part of primary stimulation in the brain is, is in the most basic part of the instinct part of the brain. So that it affects us on more of a visceral level, more of a uh, emotional, right. uh, like okay, I need to do something about this, mm-hmm. and it just has a greater attachment to memory, wow. because That's it's in it's in that same part of the brain. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so now people are listening and they're wondering when is he ever going to say something that has something to do with story? Well, it, this has all been a story. This is all kind of part of it. Sure is. Life works better with a story about everything. And today we're going to talk about something that is is usually on someone's mind and uh, in, in everyone's uh, spiritual growth, spiritual maturity. We get to this, to this stage where we're asking questions at least uh, subconsciously about where did the Bible come from? And especially the New Testament, the Old Testament, uh, we know it was written by uh, Jewish men and uh, in a lot of different places. <clears throat> the Old Testament was written uh, in a period of probably 1,500 years and uh, maybe 30 different authors. And uh, whereas the New Testament uh, was, was basically written in uh, maybe uh, less than 100 years, maybe even 50 years covered a period of time of 50 years and uh, by 10 or 12, you know, human authors. And so it was like the New Testament is very compact <laughs> compared to the Old Testament. And the New Testament was, was basically uh, installed quickly. And, and then there it was. And the development of the New Testament is in the interpretation and the application of the New Testament, whereas the development of the Old Testament was was a development of of, of people, of a people group, and as they went through different um, experiences, but the New Testament came just almost like a like a shot in the arm. Uh, it was it was released uh, with with tremendous energy on into uh, humanity. So uh, it, it and it's not a it wasn't a slow release. Mm-hmm. It was a, a a quick release. It was a spike. <laughs> and you know the uh, so just you know where did the New Testament come from? How was it decided? Well, we as believers Christians we kind of let the uh, the Jews the the rabbis uh, over centuries we we kind of let them decide. Uh, what books that they would consider to be inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, a term that we use for that is canonical, that it's part of the Old Testament canon, which just simply means a, uh, uh, a list or a group mm-hmm. of something that's accepted, mm-hmm. received. Uh, and so the New Testament canon, though, is, uh, is different because th- there was a lot going on in first century. Uh, Rome was... Uh, had made a shift after 600 years of being a republic. 
that was was not run by uh, one person, dictator, an emperor. All of a sudden, uh, Rome became a dictatorship, and Augustus Caesar was the first one. His adopted uncle, uh, Julius Caesar, was the first dictator, but he didn't make it into that, into carrying through with it all. And uh, it, it, it followed through, the, the Roman Republic followed through exactly what Plato said would happen to a democracy and a republic. So, hello, Plato is knocking on our door here. Yes. Plato said that the democracy or republic, uh, the more democratic it was, that the harder the fall would be and that, that it would eventually end up becoming a dictatorship. He said it's just inevitable. It's a philosophical guarantee. So anyway, we'll just throw that out there. And so Rome had made the shift after 600 years of republic. Here they were, an empire, had a dictator. And on the scene came this Jesus of Nazareth and the interaction between the Jewish people and the new Roman empire. And uh, they, they, had, they did things that, that uh, were very unique in history, a unique combination. Like how, how did it even happen? How did... Uh, in just uh, a short period of time of a few decades, how did the the belief system of just a small group of uneducated, <laughs> un, unnoticeable, remarkable about nothing <laughs> group of people in a backwater uh, location of the Roman Empire end up in just a few decades just permeating everything? In the empire, well, part of it was transportation. Roads were there uh, the, to facilitate passage, and uh, the Roman government and the Roman army making it safer for travel, and especially across the Mediterranean, uh, just really putting down piracy, making it safe for uh, for commerce, and of course they first wanted to make it safe so that they would be able to get their their soldiers from one place to another because war. Uh, Rome was a warrior state, and their economy was was based on war. Uh, so I mean, I hear another knock on the door there, and the closer, the closer the ties are in in, in a nation, the closer the ties are uh, that the economy has to war, uh, the more peril that economy uh, is is in more often just an observation from history. And so all this was available. And then that uh, even though Latin was the official language, uh, Greek, what we call Koine Greek, uh, which would, was common Greek, was the trade language. And uh, like the, uh, the disciples, I mean, we, we consider them many times unlearned, but anyone today that speaks three languages, we think, man, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Uh, there would be uh, Aramaic, which was the, uh, the language of, of uh, Israel, Palestine at the time, uh, kind of a derivative of Hebrew. And then there was Hebrew, which was you know, the language of the Old Testament, which they would learn so that they could read the Old Testament. And then Greek, Koine Greek, and that's what they used when they did business. When they talked amongst friends, uh, it, was, uh, it was Aramaic. 
when they talked about the scriptures, it was Hebrew. And when they talked cross-culturally, mm-hmm. it was in Greek. Because all those other little parts in the Roman Empire, they had their own uh, one or two uh, languages. Mm-hmm. But Greek was the common language. Mm-hmm. And Greek had a lot to do with the development of Latin, so they were, they were similar in many ways. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, all of a sudden on the scene then comes Jesus of Nazareth, and he just turns things upside down. And as we talked about, uh, uh, that's exactly what they said the disciples had done. Here, here are these people that have turned the world upside down. That was one of the observations where in a place where Paul uh, and Barnabas went. And so literally that's what happened. And so then especially uh, with the, the life of Jesus and the uh, just reiterating the sayings of Jesus and, and teaching the, the teachings of Jesus. It was all just oral history at first. It was story, the power of story. Yes. Uh, and life works better with story. So that's how the Gospels actually first started. Uh, and they probably were not the first books of the New Testament written because there were still people around that heard Jesus say things. Right. And there may have been a few notes taken, but it was still just mainly oral. But then this one who uh, was part of the, the main character in the second uh, episode that we did here of a most important event in the story of the Ecclesia, and that was the conversion of Saul, from Saul to Paul. And, uh, of course, Paul was one of the more educated people of, uh, of his day. And uh, he, was, uh, he, he was fluent in, uh, in, in several different languages and uh, very, uh, very educated and a Roman citizen. And so when he started doing his missionary work, uh, he, he saw a need quickly of being able to, uh, to address issues in different places, and he did so by writing letters, which was very common back then. Uh, and not a lot of people could, uh, uh, could read, but uh, enough of them could read that, that it was a, a profitable thing. So uh, Paul started writing some letters to different churches that where he had been, and then to some individuals. And then as those people who were the first ones to hear the very words of Jesus, when they started passing away, then people thought, well, man, this, you know, I need to get this down. I need to get it in writing. And, uh, uh, and so then the Gospels came about. And so really just from the time of the, uh, uh, of the writings of the Apostle Paul, until uh, the writing of the book of Revelations by uh, John, the apostle, uh, was just a few decades when all this happened. And then, of course, there were a lot of other writings that were going on. And so uh, how, how do we decide what is what? I mean, there, there was no organization at that point. Remember last week we talked about difference in an organization and organism. So what did an organism produce? And... Uh, we're at the point of a cliffhanger because we're going to have to wait till next episode. I know. <laughs> it's horrible. And uh, so I just, uh, you know, this thing about, uh, you, uh, you made a statement there that really stood out to me early on when you said that people run away from what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I really like that. I, I'm, I'm going to get some mileage out of that because even though you may not realize it, the subconscious spends very little time with what it can't figure out. But the subconscious uh, 
is aware that there's something that can't be figured out. And that creates what I call in coaching cognitive drag. So the, the things that are important to us that we really don't pay attention to and that questions that we don't address, even though we may just accept it, but until we hear an explanation for it, there's going to be some cognitive drag going on. So that's one of the things that I want to do for this next, uh, this next episode is get rid of some cognitive drag for us. How trustworthy is the New Testament? How did it come about? Did a bunch of people get together and say, okay, we're just going to, uh, you know, throw these pages up in the air, and then the ones <laughs> that land closest to us are the ones we're going to put together? Right, right. And how did it all happen? Uh, but uh, there, there, there is a, a process, and as we look back now with 2020 vision uh, and see how it all happened, uh, I'm convinced that we can have complete confidence that what we have as the writings that we call the New Testament are really the ones that we need for faith and for practice. And once we get that settled, then that reduces that cognitive drag so that we can really make some progress and start to gain some momentum. Because until my relationship with the Scriptures becomes properly aligned with my practice, I'm going to always be walking around impaired spiritually. Wow. And that roused the musicians again, didn't it? Yeah, that got them going. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sometimes when you feel like you have a feeling, but you don't know what it is. Yes. That gives you the answer to what it is. No (laughs) No one wants to be spiritually impaired. Yes, and so we're we're as a group of believers, the ecclesia, we 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 uh, we lose power, yeah, uh, and uh, reducing this cognitive drag. And so, in the next episode, we're going to reduce a lot of cognitive drag about how we got the New Testament, and with confidence that we can go into it and hear God speak to us. I love it because I believe we're just in a season. In, in the earth right now that we have to do what God has called us to do and we have to do it in the manner and in the timing. Yes. And it's so much going on to where he needs his people to operate without question. Yes. So guys, listen, share this post, post, share this link, get it out there, get as many people as you can to come in next week because this is going to be a game changer for a lot of us. Yes. Amen. Yeah. All right. See you next week. <laughs>